What's up, Internet? Welcome to Right in the Fields. My name is Terry Smith, and this is just a quick little intro for you. Thank you so much for listening to Season 2 of the show. We're so happy to be back, and I just wanted to let you know, if you want to support the show, you can head over to campykillcreations.com and check out all of our other content over there. We have other podcasts like Slovenly Trolls, AFM, a bunch of other shows. You can check out our comic books over there. We have our first full-size comic book going up called Growing Up coming out soon. If you want to support us over at Patreon, Patreon dot com slash can't be killed creations every buck helps even just going over there and clicking the like button is wonderful drop us a review on itunes google podcasts wherever the heck you listen to give us five stars tell us what we're doing right if you want to come into contact head over to can't be killed creations at gmail.com send us your hate mail your love mail whatever you want to do we're there we're here for it uh thank you so much for listening and enjoy Anyways, where did we start? Okay, we figured out a few things about ourselves. You're the type of person that calls me for one sentence dialogue, and I own a label maker, correct? That's where we're at? Correct. Those are the people correct. that they, they are listening to? Yep. All yep. right. All we, we all learn new things about ourselves every day. <laughs> That's something I already knew about you. So. That I own the label maker? Yeah. Joke's on you. I just bought the label maker. Well, you just seem like the type. I don't know if that's better or worse, honestly. <laughs> yeah, like this whole time I could have been labeling things and I just wasn't. That's Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is how I know it's gotten bad. My son keeps walking around the house going, Dad, why are there little pieces of paper on stuff? <laughs> and what did you tell him? I said, it's there to help you learn how to read. And he said, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> and he was like, well, are you just trying to make it seem like this stuff is not all my stuff? <laughs> question mark and then we played beyblades for about six hours straight so dad of the year just saying honestly any time spent with beyblades is a good time it's a good time here for a good yes. time not a long time and that's because beyblades are just bombs they're just like little hockey pucks that could break a window at any point in time back in my day you know they they were small they would hurt if you chucked it but it, it was fine now like i could break a car window with that thing. right exactly true <laughs> they're dangerous but it was a lot of fun uh that's because my daughter started kindergarten yesterday and i'm just home with my son who's a preschooler who goes back to school next week and i had to figure out what to do with him <laughs> for eight hours without his sister to help entertain so my said, solution was beyblades and you said beyblades let it Please rip and thank you yeah <laughs> we, <laughs> we went to the store and i was like what do you want to do he was like i don't know i like beyblades i was like you like beyblades he goes yeah you know what beyblades are and i said yeah and he was like did we just become best friends <laughs> and after we said. the when we cut up some stuff with a samurai sword and then we got some beyblades well naturally it's all making a lot of sense to me oh that's a good time that's why you become a dad forget not having money time uh emotional uh baggage that's not related to something that came outside of you um you know free time big, big yikes, Terry. not being anxious all the time uh did i already say sleep because i don't get that either but you do yeah, get to play beyblades with somebody so there's that ah very good <laughs> very good 
Well, anyways, welcome to Right in the Fields, the podcast that hits you right in the fields with the stuff that you used to remember and you kind of remember now, and they brought it back and they rebooted it, and now they, <laughs> they gender-swapped it, and they're going to uh, um, try a dark and gritty version of it. That's this show, but without the dark and gritty stuff or the B-list actors that are just trying to reboot their career. Uh, it's just hey, us. Today <laughs> might get a little dark and gritty. You know, <laughs> it might. Chris. Hey, Chelsea, I can hear you on your mic now, or hear myself on your mic now. You might want to turn me down in your ears. Okay, sorry. You can hear, yeah, now you can hear how the sausage okay. is made, people. It's just a garbage truck <laughs> on fire rolling down a hill. It's all fine. <laughs> the real pitch here is, you know, we like to talk about stuff that was old and is new again, and today we're talking about Robins. I am your host, Terry Smith, and with me, as always, is Chelsea Redacted. How are you doing, Chelsea Redacted? Uh, I'm doing as well as any redacted candy. <laughs> and you're redacted know, because at sense. one point you're going to represent me in a court of law, right? Well, some people. I mean, I don't know if it'll be you, but... Oh, it'll definitely be me at some point. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but there will be something. Yeah. And I can't have them pull out a character exhibit of this. <laughs> I would be honored if I'm the reason why you're disbarred. I think of all of my life's accomplishments. Would you be honored and willing to pay me because I will definitely pay you a portion of our Patreon subscribers. I think right now we're at sixty nine dollars. Okay. Anyway, all right. I'm. I'm. We're. We are awful. I'm still popping up on 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 your side of the feed though. You're gonna have to turn me down to a whisper. Okay. Let me. Oops. Sorry. Are you deaf? Am I like screaming in your your ears? What's happening right now? Can you hear? Is it better now? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't hear myself. I don't think. Okay. The dog is just being loud. So the the dog has done nothing. I have not heard the dog. No one would know you had a dog if you hadn't said it. Well, now they know. Now the secret is out. Now you're going to get this part and people know you own a dog. I mean, I love my dog more than almost anything, so. (laughs) Dog or passing the bar? Uh, The first. Can I take the bar again if I don't pass? (laughs) I I think so, right? Yeah, no, you can. I just mean in this hypothetical, can you? Yeah, yeah, I think. Same rules apply. Yeah, dog. (laughs) Because you can retake the bar. (laughs) Yeah, I take it again. Most people take it twice, so. <laughs> okay, so I told my mom that you're like you're in your last year of law school, and that you were nervous, you know, about the school you're starting. And then, you know, after all that done, you're gonna take the bar. And she's like, "Well, if Leo can do it, then she can," because <laughs> she had just been watching Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's nice to know that I have your mom's support from a fictional character. <laughs> It was just so, such a good drop. Like, yeah, like, she said it like, yeah, you know, Leo could do it. Like, like everyone had just watched Catch Me If You Can this week. It was on TNT. And also, also like, her and Leo were good personal friends. <laughs> of all people that I know, my mom would be the one that knows Leo DiCaprio. That's not true. You know a lot of young girls, I'm sure, who would be <laughs> more likely to be. <laughs> they would like to, but I don't know if they've... Uh, if they've crossed over, my wife, who just graduated uh, dental hygiene school, uh, she knew a lot of like Instagrammers and like aspiring like social media people. You know, what are they? Mm-hmm. I, social media models, uh, influencers. Influencers. Thank you. That's the, the word, word I was looking at. Like influencers, and 
she was like showing me all of them like they're trying really hard and i looked at my instagram <laughs> it's just me with things inside of my beard like not my mouth i'm not eating things it's just stuff inside of my beard <laughs> that makes sense oh uh, definitely Anyway, anyways, this week, I don't want us to want to meander. I know we can't meander this week because we have a lot to cover this week. We are talking about the Robins and (laughs) the Robins, not like the birds, but kind of the birds like Batman and Robin. We're talking Burt Ward, uh, Chris O'Donnell. uh, Are there other ones? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but also mostly the comic book ones. But I just like to bring up Joseph Gordon-Levitt at least once a day. Hey, I... I mean, is he better than the Chris O'Donnell Robin? Yes. Uh, no, because Chris O'Donnell has the fake lips scene with Poison Ivy. Has what? The fake lips scene with Poison Ivy. Batman and Robin when they're making out. And he's like, no, 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 no. Fake lips. (laughs) And for some reason, (laughs) as a child, that has blown my mind. Like, it's still, like, my mind is still being blown by that. I'm like, oh, what a twist fake lips yeah, never saw that coming never saw it coming because it made no sense just like they had ice skates same film <laughs> bat just, ice skates I mean, that's some, and they had rockets didn't they have rockets? they did have rockets they were yeah, rocker okay. rocket powered uh ice skates that's what you need oh man but those those silver costumes at the end were like they were solid continue okay get away from this all right so let's go to the list of robins let's start with the one and only dick grayson we're gonna go through in order okay and we're gonna talk about who we give a shit about and who we don't um what list do you have up i just have the wikipedia list okay we'll go through the wikipedia list i don't know how accurate it is if we find other people we'll slip them in there if we miss people go ahead and send us hate mail i'll give you chelsea's address you can start there um, I can give out whoever's address I want. I own the company, Chelsea. This is what happens when you work for a straight white man. Like, we will ruin oh. everything. We will burn it down. And then I will blame somebody else for it. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> See, just just See, fit the bill here. I am the patriarchy, okay? <laughs> 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 Anyways, so let's start with Dick Grayson. Robin. Greatest D- of all time. See, here's so yes, okay, so that I agree with. Dick Grayson is amazing. Dick Grayson has the best ass in DC Comics. Dick Grayson can lead any team, but I have two things. So I will, I'll be the first one to say, not my favorite Robin. No, I would agree. He's not my favorite Robin, but he's my favorite just overall in general in every other aspect. Right. So, so Dick Grayson, if you don't know, Dick Grayson was the first Robin. He was the titular Batman and Robin. He was that first one. Sidekick. He was the like one, the, the first sidekick, right? Like period. Yeah, he was the first sidekick. I mean, like did he beat the Bucky to sidekick, whatever you want to classify? Did he as. beat Bucky to comics? I think like Bucky so. to Captain America. I'm pretty pretty. That's, sure. That sounds right to me, but it, I'm not that old, so. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so he was a circus performer. The mafia murdered his family. The Gotham crime family. It's not really the mafia. Let just, but Let me just stop you right there. If the people listening to this don't know who Dick Grayson is, so you don't need, like, why are you wasting this time? People Explain might be listening for our Fire Cartoon Network content, okay? Like, they might but not know. they're not going to listen to this episode. <laughs> you get it you know his family murdered with acid slash <laughs> melting the rope <laughs> slash being murdered by assassins they've retconned it several times he now has a sister it doesn't make any sense um yeah. 
but he was the agent. first really he was a secret agent for a while um agents of spiral uh fucking love that yep. book i'm looking at it right now grayson's a solid book they talk about his ass for like 90 percent of the book that's honestly that's why it's potentially the best who, who could say. <laughs> uh anyways so dick grayson first ward of batman okay robin the short shorts ruin a lot of it for me um him being basically a target uh so bruce can sneak around places was interesting but more um i think uh perfected with jason todd so dick grayson was good he was the prototype but i, I think, think he that... didn't come into his own until he, he leveled up go ahead right i think that the best thing about dick grayson as a, as a person not as a rob or as a fictional character but as his own person in the universe not as a robin is that it's it's the first time that i can remember that you see someone grow past yes right he's not just like because he had been stuck as boy wonder as the sidekick for so long and then he's like nah, i'm not doing this anymore like that time i heard the dog <laughs> okay well sorry no but you're fine door. listen COVID has now allowed all dogs to be heard on any podcast recording, any Zoom meeting. Dogs are just yeah. allowed. Dogs are best I mean, boys. Just, yeah. Well, and also, like, I'm in his space right now. So, <laughs> you just really, work, you're recording from a kennel? I've been there. Well, from the basement, which is where he likes to lounge around. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's a whole floor for himself. The whole house is honestly his. But I definitely, I do, I do agree about Dick Grayson. I think, number one, he presented the idea of legacy in comic books, which is my favorite thing. I love when mantles get passed down or when people yeah. become a new thing. And he, unlike someone like Speedy, right? Like, you get someone like Roy who just, like, does, like, a lateral move a lot. Like, he's no longer Speedy. He's now Arsenal, and now he's the Red Arrow, and he, like... But he's still a second exactly character i i wouldn't really like when he becomes arsenal i guess arguably he is now like leveling up but red arrow was just another sidekick right but when he's with the outsiders i think he gets a little bit more but even then it's part of a team you know what i mean exactly i think until he did that that's when he leveled up it's like i i don't think tim drake from going from robin to red robin was really like a level up it's no, just another exactly. thing. But Dick Grayson to Nightwing, becoming his own hero, going to Bloodhaven, especially like volume two of Nightwing is such an awesome move that, really, you know, it sparked a whole thing. Everybody does that now. But that was the first. But my real love, I mean, obviously I love Nightwing and that was my favorite part. But I think I learned to love Dick Grayson even more is when he did it again, when they killed off Batman, when Darkseid killed and came, Batman. And he came back. And he came back as Batman. That, that yes. cemented it for me. One of my favorite comics of all time is batman black mirror yeah and mm -hmm. i would agree and that's where he, dick grayson is batman and he has to deal with the dark shit that batman had to deal with that he never really saw being robin but also in his own in his own way like he's you know he's trying to model bruce's style a lot but he's also like putting his own twist on something that is is so huge like, exactly so I, huge. I loved it because people would point out like that's a different batman and they'd be like how would you know and like well he just did a quadruple somersault like, it's, Batman like, doesn't do like quadruple somersaults. He's not doing the same acrobatics, the scrimistics. You know, it's it's just there are differences, obviously. Exactly. I love I love that stuff, and he's not as good of a detective, and he was having to compensate with that, so he used the team more. I loved all that stuff. But really, I think having Damien as his Robin was such a cool dynamic, because they were basically okay. both Bruce's sons. So, 
I have opinions on Damien. We're not to him yet. I did think that was cool to see um, their interaction and sort of like an older brother, younger brother sort of dynamic. It's one of the few times that I like seeing Damien. I will say that for controversial spoilers about how I feel. <laughs> yes, exactly. We'll get there too because I uh, I have dis I have disagreements, but also agreements there. Um, yeah. like I have a double ranking for Damien, so we'll get there. But yeah, like I I love Nightwing for those reasons where you get to see him level up all the way up to Batman and then back down to Nightwing for stupid reasons. There's a kind of dumb arc in Volume Two with Dick Grayson where he's under Slade's control, and it was kind of a bad story. Like I did not enjoy it. Uh. But I loved it in Teen Titans, the show. I was gonna say, but conversely, when they do it in the animated Teen Titans, I it's one of my favorite. I think in one of the strongest arcs that they have. Yes, and I guess like I take it back. I don't think it's a bad story. I didn't like it. It's a good story because I'm like I'm looking. I'm like, no, there's some cool shit in here. I'm just I didn't like it as a kid. I bet you if I reread it now, it'd be awesome. But also, if you could see it animated and you could see it, you know, with the team and whatever, like, that's a better... That's it a better worked for me as, as, I guess, like like a preteen. I was, like, 12, right, when that came out. Like, that just fit so well. Um, so angsty. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Normally, it's so funny to me because I think that was my first introduction to Robin as, like, not just reading it in, like, comics. And I wasn't even super into comics probably until after that. And so he's so angsty and then you see him in anything else or you read and you're like, Dick Grayson's not he's as not angsty, angsty as this is. <laughs> right, exactly. Like and and I you know, Batman the animated series, like having watched that and stuff, it was like he's not he's not angsty. You know what I mean? Like, so <laughs> it was interesting to see it that way, but uh, so right now, are we ranking these? Are we doing a ranking, or are you just kind of calling it out to ourselves? I think, yeah, let's just go chronologically. But Dick, I think Dick Grayson definitely is up there for all of us. But I think yeah. he ranks higher as his other personas than Robin. I speak for America when I say he's high on the list. Yes, <laughs> if not for the ass alone. Number two was Jason Todd, and now Jason Todd is a controversial subject, but wasn't originally right. Like everybody hated Jason Todd when he oh, came yeah. out so much exactly. so that they voted to kill him. If you don't know, yep. Jason Todd was a street urchin, unlike the circus performer Dick Grayson. Jason Todd was was a street urchin, and and when Dick became Nightwing. Batman was like, I'm going to take in this other kid who's off the street, and he's dangerous, and he took the rims off the Batmobile, edgy. which is a cool thing, but he was edgy. But he's also just a little prick. Like, the yeah, way that they wrote him, he was just a dickhead. Yeah. So, people were annoyed. I too much into the same sort of characterization that they had for Dick. The G-Wilkers! Loved... Right? The, huh? the, like, holy rusted metal, Batman! Right, exactly. And so they were trying to be, I mean, also it was what, the 80s? So it's an edgier Yeah, time 100%. Everyone's doing coke. Like, <laughs> more so than normal. I mean. Right. You juxtapose the other 80s Batman story, like the famous ones that get like, like the Dark Knight Returns, you know, like right, stuff like, like that. You can see where Jason Todd would have been where they were going to go with it. But people did not like it. So they held one of the first like vote offs where you could call into a number and you could either say he lived or he died getting blown up by the Joker and people unanimously basically killed off uh, Jason Todd. I think Todd. it was something like 80 some percent. So yeah, it was something like that. And also, from what I understand, they were going to kill him off anyways. They really did not like the character. That's why they put him in there because the people writing him also were not enjoying him. Right. So that's pretty interesting. He's not as good. 
Yeah, but people will remember again yet another one who came became way more interesting when he was no longer Robin, when they brought him back in the 90s as the Red Hood. Originally yes. through some really bad multiverse stuff because of Infinite Crisis, but retcon to match the movie, which is awesome, the Under the Red Hood, with yes, Rachel Gould bringing him back to life, which is a way better story than I'm from another dimension. I just felt so bad that I had unleashed this on you, and so I take God. it away from you. It's so good. Like it also paints Rachel Ghoul as one of the, I I lo- I I love that scene. I love it. He was like, listen, I, I mean, we're enemies, but also doing it for the good out of his heart reasons. Well, he loves that's that's the cool thing about Rachel. Rachel Ghoul respects Batman. Oh, definitely, hundred percent. And that that's some of my favorite stuff because uh, what I love about Batman, obviously, everyone knows that like, he creates his own villains and he's just as crazy, yada yada yada. What I love is that, like the Flash, Batman has like a personal relationship with most of these people. Like, yeah. it's like a working relationship, you know what I mean? Right, because, well, I mean, if you're not going to, if they keep escaping and you're not, you know, ending them and they're not, like, they're not all planet conquerors, like, super, I think Superman <laughs> and, like, he can't, you know, he and Darkseid aren't right. fucking chatted up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I look at it too, exactly. So like, there, there's some sort of friendship there, and that's what I liked about Rachel Ghoul is because like, no, he he loves Batman. He wants Batman to be his son. So he fucked up here. He's gonna fix it. That's why I liked Under the Red Hood. But all that aside, that made Jason Todd way more interesting. Coming back to life and being having the heel turn, right? Like he was a villain for a long time in the comics, not just in the original. I'm the Red Hood. I'm taking over the Joker's old moniker, and I'm gonna kill people and be a better vigilante. After that, he snaps and goes on a murder spree when Batman dies. So Dick Grayson becomes Batman. Red Hood goes the other way. Jason Todd just starts murdering people. He's like, this, you know, clearly his way wasn't working. Look at what happened to him. Yeah, he really loses his shit. Yeah. And he, he and Dick fight, and it's good. It's you know, so and good. And then, exactly. And then they do an, a third wave, and they go, you know what? We're going to fix him even more. And he's he is going to be a vigilante. And he's going to get so much better at it that they're going to allow him back onto the team, even though sometimes he kills people. Yeah, but I mean, that's so that's part of he works, you know, with with the outsiders and that kind of thing. And yes, exactly. Sort of. It's 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 like sanctioned violent yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i don't know the word for it like, and like depending on which issue or which run that you're reading it's rubber bullets it's uh right, only yeah, self-defense yeah. It's, yeah. it's only ricochets you know shit like that right, yeah, it's yeah. like when you're playing batman arkham uh night and you run over people with the batmobile and it shows like a little shockwave around them like you didn't just hit them going 105 miles an hour like no 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 yeah, the yeah. shockwave knocked them out like no 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 my car hit them and yeah, they're now they're splat. Plastered. Yeah. <laughs> they are onomatopoeia in this comic book. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, so again, way more interesting once he left the old moniker behind. So uh, as a Robin, he's real low for me. Yeah, as a Robin, he's probably last for me. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, he might be for me too. I, he's definitely He's definitely around there. Um, but it's no contest because we get to number three on the list, Tim Drake, who is best, best boy. He's the best, best Robin, boy. best everything, best Batman, he- not even Batman, but he's best Batman. Best Batman. I mean, T- he uh, should succeed him if, I mean, and this is the problem that I have with Damien. I don't know if the problem is that I liked him so much that I don't want to like Damien at all because he's, you know, oh, I'm the real son or whatever. It's like, bitch, Tim is adopted. I don't know if you know how adoption works in America. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, I guess they don't really live in America. In Gotham City, but I'm sure it's the same way. So Gotham is part of America. Other than that weird no man's land story where the government just goes, you know what? Fuck Gotham. 
Like, that's a thing that happened in the comics. I was telling my wife about it because that happens again in the Harley Quinn show. And she was like, have uh-huh. they done this in the, in the comics? And I was like, yeah, there's a whole story of the government just like, you know what? Fuck this. Right? It's like a Hong Kong. It's like its own it's sovereign its own thing, entity, right? but also. Yeah, except for unlike Hong Kong, there's no trading of. Like, it's just, right, just people exactly. dressed up as penguins. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> there's a lot of henchmen. The henchmen. The henchman, like, labor board is booming, okay? That union is crazy good. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're definitely getting mandatory hour lunch. Dude, they, you know, mandatory hour lunch and their health care has got to be great because you see the same guys pop up again and again. And Batman's broken their necks several times. <laughs> Back. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Anyways, Tim Drake is awesome. Number one, Tim Drake is shown to be on the level of Batman, if not close to the level of Batman when it comes to detection. He deduced their, that's his origin story. He deduced the um, identities of Dick Grayson and Bruce Wayne and didn't yes. just go, I'm going to be your next Robin. He goes, hey, Dick Grayson, you should be Robin again because Batman's unhinged right now. Batman yeah, needs Robin. Like, I'm nervous. As a citizen. <laughs> As a citizen, I don't feel safe walking down the street because batman is gonna fuck me up <laughs> and he goes to dick grayson he's like you should be robin again and that's when dick grayson was like you should recruit this boy and bruce wayne's like ah fuck it i guess i can't can't kill another one right what are the odds <laughs> well and so i think part of like i mean tim Dr- definitely like the detective aspect of batman is one of my favorite aspects you don't really see it a ton in a lot of the live action movies I don't um, think we've seen they, it in almost any of them. He did dust some fingerprints in The Dark Knight Rises. Right, but that's, I mean, <laughs> you just don't really get, but, like, a lot of, like, the animated series, which is, you know, gold-tiered, platinum-tiered, like, they, it's it's much more, he's a detective, it's not all just, I immediately, like, Lucius Fox is doing all the things, and then I'm just going where he says. Like, I know <laughs> he, the like, in the movies, he's just as rich. That is just one, that is a superpower. Right, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. He heals very, very well from back injuries. <laughs> He's on the same health plan as the henchman. <laughs> um, but so Tim Drake has a family, though. Like, both of his parents are fine. Well, you know, we're the fine. They're no longer. Yes, at the beginning, they were fine. Then Captain yeah, Boomerang murdered the fuck out of them. Dad becomes crippled, and then he dies. And that's just, you know, part of the whole, you know. But I think, like, so <laughs> there's a couple reasons why I love Tim Drake, and it's kind of more serendipity. I mean, obviously, he's an awesome character. The detection stuff was awesome. But when Bruce Wayne dies, he also takes on a new moniker. That's when Red Robin was born. And he puts on a costume that originally Red Hood wore and murdered people. And he puts right. it on as a way to go, okay, listen, nobody believes me that Bruce is still alive, so I'm he's out the there on only my own. One. All the Justice League, everyone else, Dick doesn't think he's alive, he's the only one. And he's admittedly, they don't one. believe him because it is a stupid thing. He went back in time because of radiation. Listen, I agree, <laughs> but I'm just saying no one believes him. No one has any faith. No, and, but also, like, they don't need faith. He has evidence. He had cave paintings that Bruce, like, was, like, there was, like, a Batman. There was, like, caveman where, like, there was the woolly mammoth, saber-tooth tiger, was, bat. That whole, that whole, like, sequence also is so, like, National Treasure. It so is. It so is. He's, like, piecing he's, it together. Like, he's, he's like, guys, like, guys, I gotta steal the back of the Declaration of Independence. Bruce is alive. <laughs> but but he puts on that badass cowl that awesome new symbol and he's like i am red robin and he goes out and fights like most of bruce's like um 
rogues gallery, but also kind of works with them because he's like, the heroes don't believe me. I'm going to force you guys to work with me. He takes on like half of the League of Assassins himself and he earns yeah, a bunch I mean, of respect. So like a lot of bad guys also respect him more than anybody else in the crew. Oh, 100%. Like Raish has agreed that he's, you know... On the, the level smart, of the detective. Yeah, the smartest, like, you know, I mean, young, obviously, but um, he works a lot with Cassandra Kane at that point, too, and I love I love Black Bat. Um, he and... Her original, Brown, like, version of Black Bat was way cooler, right? Like, you can agree with that. When she was Black Bat, before she became whatever she is now, Orphan? Right? Yeah, Black Bat was... was I mean, I like them both. I like Cassandra Kane's character a lot. Oh, no, I still love Cassandra Kane, even in New 52, which ruined a lot of people. Including yeah. Tim, I think, in some ways. Um, yeah. But, like, not to go on a huge diatribe, but her old costume and the shadow powers and stuff, Black Bat was just No, dope. the shadow, yeah, the shadow powers were definitely 100%. She was just, she was like a shatter kite, like, if you know your Forgotten Realms D&D stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but anyways, yes, like, all of his relationships and, like, his willingness to kind of cross the line, but in a cooler way. Like, he wasn't murdering people. He was just like, yeah, no, like, I'll, I'll, like, uh use some blackmail and shit right exactly like i'll you know my one of my favorite is one of the comics and he is having a conversation with rage rage calls him and he's like do you need help with your computer again and i fucking <laughs> use it every time i love that stuff but so the the serendipity that i was talking about so there was right around that time he's going on that awesome comics run he just got off a really awesome comics run that just called robin and that was one of the the best standalones any sidekick has ever gotten he can't so fight good. that well and batman's like well go learn a fucking martial art like like i can't train you you fucking suck <laughs> and so he sends him off and he learns how to fight with the bow staff which is like the most iconic now for robin so much so that even dick grayson in any other media has a bow staff which is not his thing no this is the sticks but like because tim drake was like i'm gonna go learn how to fucking fight and be a trained person with one of the first trained Robins in martial arts, other than just like fighting Batman in the Batcave or whatever, or like drinking tea with Alfred. I assume that's a martial art. Alfred looks fierce when he does it. Right. Right. <laughs> Depending on which universe you're in, but I just, I love that run for it. But also again, the captain boomerang stuff like made captain boomerang fierce again. Like I was scared and he was unhinged and it was cool. It also right. really paid off for the calculator around the same time. Time. um and then obviously identity crisis ties right into there with captain boomerang the calculator tim drake's family yep. uh mm-hmm. just a solid um couple of years for robin and it was all around tim drake while while nightwing was being badass and becoming the new batman tim drake was coming into his own as red robin then they kind of ruined red robin the new 52 which lowers him in my book which just sucks yeah i mean and then he's he's with the teen titans for a while too i sort of enjoyed that arc a little bit um, i enjoyed but- i had enjoyed the but pre new 52 version of him in the um in new 52 his relationship with superboy is awesome and now yeah. that he's not just coded as by now that he actually yeah, is he's, out he's in the actually, comics yeah. i really i would love to see him hook up with superboy because his relationship was so cool with him because like he was desperate after superboy died spoilers for a comic that's now 20 years old when superboy <laughs> dies like his whole obsession with him so much so that he kind of dates his girlfriend but it feels weird about it because he doesn't want to betray superboy who's dead but and also right. it's just trying to desperately to clone him yeah just uh, like unhinged mad scientist but you know and i see a little bit more of bruce there too like after he lost jason todd yes becoming unhinged and so the parallels between them and like 
and Bruce officially adopting him. Like, I mean, we don't really, we didn't talk about it with Dick, but Dick's just the ward, right? Jason Todd. D- yeah, Dick, I, I'm sure there is somewhere where he was officially adopted, but it, there was no ambiguity when it came with, um, when it came with Tim. After his parents died, Batman was like, you were already like, I thought of you right. as a son. Now you are my son. Well, they take that small hiatus for a little bit where he stops being Robin. Yep. And then it all comes back together and he, and, and, but they show him, you know, like at Wayne, functions and like he's gonna inherit the business like it's all set that's up. What i was, I was gonna bring that up that like so much so that even damien he inherits money but he doesn't inherit the business business like no. tim gets the business when bruce kicks the bucket right exactly which i mean damien doesn't need money and and tim is a way better fit to run <laughs> the business, so. tim is just perfect that's all and now we get to but, see him hook up with the entire DC Comics universe. <laughs> as it should have been all along. <laughs> I really, so I really enjoy his, and we can just segue right to it. I really enjoy his relationship with Stephanie Brown when she's spoiler, and then she becomes Robin when he decides to, for just a brief time. And the only person who's not a weird, out of character dick when he finds out that she has HIV. Yeah. Yeah, like that whole story arc where everyone's just like, "Oh my god!" Like, like, what did you do? And he's just like, "Well, that sucks for you." Like, well, he's like, (laughs) he's a human. Yeah, exactly. Which is what you do when you find out that your friend has HIV and had an abortion. Yeah, and she's just like a hot mess. And then he thinks that she's dead for a long time. Turns out she's not dead. She comes back. She's Batgirl in the purple costume. So cool. What is her? What's her standing right now in New Fifty Two? Is she spoiler? Or is she a Batgirl? Well, she was Batgirl for a while. Let me check. I think she's spoiler now. I think like they just again. extended it. Yeah, because Batgirl is Batgirl again. Yeah. So I. She's think no longer she... Oracle. She's Batgirl. As spoiler, I'm sorry. I'm looking. You're fine. Real quick. Ah. As spoiler character, I'm trying to get to like the most recent because it's like, well, yeah, she's been all of these things. Like, no, like. <laughs> She's as Batgirl in 2009. Let's just jump into it. So, Tim Drake is awesome. On to number four, Stephanie Brown. Yes. So, Stephanie Brown, first female Robin in main continuity. There was obviously, um, oh shoot, what's her name from Dark Knight Returns? Oh, with the glasses? Yes. Uh, she's not on the official list, though, because... Well, again, main continuity is what I'm talking Carrie Kelly was the first yeah, female uh, Robin. But I think Stephanie Brown is the first canon Robin within the main continuity. And she was awesome. She was right there in that main run of Teen Titans with uh, Tim and Superboy and Beast Boy. And that that's one of my favorite runs of comics, just that solid run of the new Teen Titans. Um, yeah, or it might have just been called Teen Titans at that point, but I, I really dug that. But Stephanie Brown as Robin was cool because she had that Jason Todd energy where she was kind of a dick and was from the streets, but also Her dad was a bad guy. Yeah, exactly, but didn't take shit from Bruce. And I dug that so much so that yeah. she's the one who quit being Robin. She was like, "Fuck this shit." Yeah, she's like, "I don't need you." And then Tim, you know, comes back and whatever. Well, because I mean, it causes a huge rift when Tim finds out. He's like, I quit doing this, and then you have been sneaking behind my back and doing this. Like- <laughs> yeah, so let's jump into Stephanie Brown. Can you give me uh, a brief history of what her origin is for the comics? Because that might be one that people actually don't know. So she's the daughter of Clue Master, mm-hmm. um, who's uh, like just a minor. I mean, he's like a 
He's no calculator, that's for sure. He's he's certainly not. I wonder, like, I've mentioned the calculator, like, several times. Do people know who calculator is? He's, like, the villain version of the Oracle. Okay. I mean, that's... Do you think that's a good enough (laughs) example? I I don't feel like going to it. The main difference between him and the Oracle, obviously, other than Oracle was, you know, Barbara Gordon. She was Batgirl. Blah, blah, blah. Got shot. Calculator was like, I'm going to charge people. He heard somebody doing he, on the other online of batman one time when he's getting the shit beat out of him heard somebody calling out the shots for batman and he was like i could do that for bad guys and stop getting my ass kicked in a giant phone costume because he couldn't afford a calculator costume people kept calling him a okay. cell phone that does matter so he comes i think he gets out of prison or or jail or whatever it is and he's like oh you know i'm i'm rehabilitated uh, so she's like, sweet, you know, we can sort of live have a normal life. A family. She finds out that he's gone back to crime and she makes herself a costume. It's all purple. It's very cool. And calls herself spoiler. Um, and get it clue master to... spoiler. Huh? Get it clue master spoiler. Yeah, basically. I mean, she, well, I think she just calls herself spoiler, but because she's trying to spoil his plans. That's what so, I'm saying. Yeah, get it? Spoil his plans, spoil the clue, spo- you know, spoilers when we talk about, you know, finding out the ending of something. So if you gave away the clue, that's spoiling. Yes. Get it? So Ro- Tim Drake, as Robin, tracks her down um, because, like, he, I think that she's leaving clues for him in Batman. I'm not really sure about how that. I'm pretty sure there was something like that, yeah. Yeah. He tracks her down, finds her, um... And they have, like, an antagonistic relationship at first. He's trying to, like, stop her. Like, you don't need to be doing this. You're going to get hurt kind of thing. And then he ends up helping her, and they capture Clue Master. Um, she, I think, tries to kill him. And I don't remember if it's Tim and Batman or just Tim who talk her down so that she uh, does not. And then um, he, her dad gets arrested. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And so she then she starts patrolling regularly as Spoiler with Tim. They start a relationship. Um, after like a little while, uh, they train together. They do some training together. Uh, a couple arcs too. They're sort of like she's sort of like his Robin in a way. <laughs> if that, like, yeah, and they and I think uh, according to New Fifty Two, I don't think the Robin stuff ever happened. Now she was always Spoiler. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Well. And never Batgirl either, it seems, because Batgirl never yeah, stopped she, being Batgirl. Yeah, I mean, they said she was Batgirl from, like, 2009 to 2011. She had her own comic. Yeah, that was, again, that was all pre, pre-New 52. Yeah, pre-New 52, yeah. Yeah, but then, like like you said, so then she she gets recruited by Barbara Gordon, becomes Batgirl after that whole thing, and she sticks around as that, and then eventually becomes Spoiler again. But her, her run as Robin, again, I thought was really cool, but very short. And I think partly it was short, and I could just be reading in between the lines and making stuff up. But I think there was a lot of backlash similar to the shitty people who got through a hissy fit when uh, Steve Rogers wasn't Captain America anymore. And it's why yeah. we don't get cool legacy stuff anymore like Dick Grayson becoming Batman because old white dudes people want, want it the to way keep they the, want it. Yeah, the way it's always been. The way it's always been. And that's fucking boring. <laughs> like, yeah, we've seen it a thousand times. Go order your exact same sandwich from Subway and shut the fuck up. Also, I I would like to say that I misspoke. We both misspoke earlier. She doesn't have an abortion. She gives the baby up for adoption. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah that, I, that's I, a big I difference. Also misspoke, but I'm like scrolling through it was when I was trying to figure out about a lot of the, that's what I mean. That's again like they fucked her over real hard in the span of like a couple of months. They were like, oh, yeah. baby, HIV. Everybody in the Bat family hates you, including Batman. Like fuck. 
Mm-hmm. Like, shit went down real quick. Yeah, it's really, it's just... <sighs> and then she got it's replaced sad. real quick after that. Me. No, it was sad, and she's a really cool character. And, again, she's gone on to do some really cool shit as spoiler, but I think it would be really cool to see her, at least in the animated feature, as Robin again. Because that's just yeah. such a small window of time that they could really explore and in a cool way. I've seen Damien now a million times because of the New 52 movies that they did. And we've now seen Tim Drake a lot and Dick a million fucking times. Give Stephanie Brown some love. Um, yeah, I mean, she's in Young Justice. Yeah, but as spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as spoiler, yeah. But, I mean, they still, I think that in in the Young Justice universe, that she's canonically part of the Bat family. She is. She is. She goes on, she's like the B team that, they, that Dick controls. So he sends out, like, the Bat family. Yeah, exactly. And he puts, like, Tim Tim in charge, and he's like, you know, that whole, that whole arc, which is cool, but kind of just like randomly also there's spoiler it's like well fuck like she's more interesting right now <laughs> like do some shit uh but anyways you know uh, she got the short thrift yeah, but then she her dad dies i mean she continues like training whatever her dad dies um i think he's a member of the suicide squad if mm-hmm. i remember correctly yeah and she goes off the rails uh she starts hunting down like his old crime partners and whatever um and then uh nothing i really enjoy her as spoiler a lot uh she's not robin for very long i think that she's good as robin i just don't think that she's you know for very long yeah i also loved her costume i think as a kid that was like a big thing for me i was like oh damn she looks so cool i mean she was hot for sure but also just cool (laughs) i mean honestly her costume though isn't like super sexualized that's why it was so cool exactly like, anybody else, even though, like, again, we're talking about a teen. Like, when we were teens, she was a teen. And I wouldn't say that all of them were super sexualized, but a lot of them still kind of were. And hers just being just the Robin costume was really cool. Yeah. Because, honestly, hers, I like, agree. compared to, like, you know how, like, Davian kind of had, that, like, that tunic look, that very Legend of Zelda skirt type thing going on? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. basically the same costume that Stephanie wore. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, she I thought that was really awesome. Anyways, so on to Damien, yes. the shit yes. heel, as a lot of people refer to him. A lot of people don't like Damien as Robin, and I get it, and I understand it, but I think he's a really cool character. I think he's cool. That doesn't mean I think he's a good Robin. <laughs> so if that... I, when, when they were first revealed, all right, Batman has a son... And he secretly he was basically like raped by Talia Al Ghul and cloned. Also, like there's some a lot of weird fuckery happening there. But they were like, he needs an heir. It's gonna be Damien. We're gonna train him to be an assassin. He's gonna be he our Batman. Had, I just what? What did you say? He already had an heir. I just want to make it right. Very clear. <laughs> Ag- agreed. But there. they wanted an heir in the sense of the demon's head. You know, they they yeah. wanted to combine the detective with the demon and make it so. And out came Damien. It was already the trope of long lost son, which was kind of dumb. And then you have the assassin idea. But when you think of the ideologies of it, you have Bruce. His one line is he won't kill. And his son, who is trained to kill, and he needs to basically get that out of him with love, which Bruce is terrible at showing affection. I just think that's a really cool dichotomy to approach in this comic. I I thought that was a really cool thing. I think he's kind of annoying as a character, and they often don't know what to do with him in comics other than kill him. (laughs) Yeah, and then have him come back. 
Uh, just to spur Bruce's development, and I'm like, listen, he's had enough development, like 100. percent And I think also it was kind of shitty when they when he lashed out the way he did. It was cool. Part of it was growth, right? Like when other kids had died in the past, you know, specifically Jason Todd. It was like, okay, this was rough, but I'm past it. When Damien dies, the instant he dies, he's like, I'm going across the universe to get a crystal that will bring him back to life. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you didn't do that when the other ones died. And I know this is your blood son, but that's really fucked up. Yeah, I mean, it's, I just, I mean. That being said, that was really badass and I enjoyed it, but. No, I think it's selfishness, though. I think that it's not necessarily because it's his blood son. I think it's because he realizes, like, that he had done something wrong. And he's like, oh, but I can make it better. You know what I mean? Like, I I can fix it. Like, I can do anything. Like. This might be my fault, and selfishly, it I was can't definitely have that his on my fault. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, he's just like, I can't have that on my conscience. So, so he ranks pretty low for me when it comes to Batman's Robin. I love again, I love him as a character. I love his arguments with Bruce. I love his relationship with Alfred, especially. I think yes. that's a really cool thing because everyone has a weird relationship with Alfred because Alfred is weird. Alfred is essentially their grandpa, but also their butler. Like that's always going to be a weird fucking relationship, right? Because exactly, you pay him. <laughs> He is paid. He is the elf, right? Yeah. <laughs> but he also runs that shit, right? Um yeah, exactly. The but I have always loved his shit because Damien is arguably one of the more sophisticated members of the family, right? Like, he's trained oh, in deception, so he knows which fork to use, you know? Yeah. No, I know. So I've he's always loved that like, relationship there. Grown up knowing that his place was going to be to take over as the demon's head. Right. So you have that so, that like the air of uh, grandiosity, right? Right. He's like, you should be serving me because I am someone important. So. <laughs> and uh, the the meme of him originally becoming vegetarian, I thought was not good character development originally. But now that it's been so for now, like over a decade, and then you have like his relationship with Alfred because he's a vegetarian. I think that adds a lot there. But again, as him as Robin, I think a lot of times he's just annoying because he's kind of a petulant kid. Yeah. He's just like, and I mean, I understand that that's like what they're trying to show. Sure. Yeah. They're doing that well. Right. (laughs) But like almost too well, like where's the redemption or where's, because I mean, even when he like starts to care about, you know, when he joins the Teen Titans for a little bit of time and he, like, begins to have teammates and, like, value other people and things they can contribute. And he and Dick, like, end up having a super... I'll get there. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. But, so, and then, like, it's just not... <laughs> he's still just a prick. Like that. That's the thing is, like, he comes off as annoying and bratty and there's... The growth he gets is often retracted at the first sign of anything bad happening. So, like, he's always reverted. He's always running away. Um, One of my favorite instances is the Father's Day special, which has some really touching moments between Bruce and Alfred. I I love all that stuff. I could gush about that all day. But there was that really cool thing where where, um, Robin runs away and leaves clues for Bruce to find. And I thought that was really cute. And a really that's, like, my favorite time is when I see him and Bruce having that father-son relationship that then translates to him as Robin. Um, that I think Tom Taylor does a really good job when he brings that up and some of the newer stuff as well. I think they've done a better job at showing that 
it's not a grown father son relationship like him and Dick. Where like it's like his dad because he's been his dad longer than he ever had his original dad. It's like no, this is more like my son who we go we have a hobby together is where right. it's starting to become. And I I like where it's going, but it hasn't been like that for a, most of their relationship. Yeah, it's just I mean like Bruce is just not I mean and we've seen it before. Like Dick has made comments about it before. Like you're just not like a fatherly whatever which is why once again i'm just gonna circle back to tim like him having his own dad he didn't need that from bruce so he's well he's way more functional on like a interpersonal level yeah just like if you, if you look at like crime fighting as a job right he's a much better desk mate than damien is exactly like i'd much rather be assigned the project with tim on it than with damien <laughs> right but i mean I think that part of it is, you know, like, is just that Bruce has, like, fucked up, right? He fucked up Dick is, I mean, on top of Dick's parents having died, you know, when he was so young and whatever. And then he fucked up Jason even more than Jason already was. <laughs> and then Tim was fine because he had his own family. And so he, like, didn't need Tim was already family. a well-adjusted young adult. Right. And then he, Bruce stepped in when his parents had died and said, you know, I want to make you my own son. And, and Tim is like, OK, but like he already had a dad. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he had been a crime fighter and had a family simultaneously. It was also Bruce's fault. <laughs> his parents died. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was his identity, Robin, and et cetera, right. et cetera. But yes, yes, exactly. And then, you know, Stephanie didn't really need that. But then Damien is like, he's, he's another dick, right? Or another Jason where he's never had a father figure like racial who does not count <laughs> he had minions so talia al ghul is all the art she's all the parent you need okay <laughs> okay 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 <laughs> so that being said i think he ranks very low for bruce's robin i think obviously there's no contest because there was only one but he's definitely number one for dick for dick's robin right well, yeah, because Tim was like, I'm going to be Robin, right? And Dick was like, looked at him, and he goes, but I'm going to be Robin, right? See, okay, like, so... Be more as an equal. Like, so, and that's part of it. So, when he leveled up to Red Robin, it was because Dick was like, no, 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 I didn't pick you as my Robin because Robin is a sidekick. You're my brother. You're my equal. And we don't have a name for that yet. <laughs> yeah, and so he fucking becomes Red Robin. Exactly. And, uh... and it's a big insult, right, originally, but it leads to a really cool thing. But in that happening, you get that awesome relationship between him and Damien because Dick is trying to be Bruce, but he's not Bruce. And but Damien, but exactly. But and Damien didn't really know Bruce that well, but also is a little shithead. And Dick doesn't put up with it because he's not his dad. You know, and so he's got to look after this little kid who wants to just murder people, but also he wants to be the cool Batman that he never had. So he's like, look at my car flies. It would have been dope if the Batmobile flo like flew when I was Batman, like all of that cool stuff. I love the relationship so much, so much so that they still have one of the best relationships in the Bat family when you see them team up again later on as, as Nightwing and Robin, because right. he was his like for all intents and purposes, his first Batman. And they have a closer relationship in that working relationship than I think him and, and Bruce will ever have. I think that it's interesting because it all comes back once again. Like, Tim and Dick are like brothers. Tim are in, and, and Dick and even Jason have, like, an antagonistic, like... They're also like brothers, brothers, but it's more like the middle brother and the older brother. 
Right. And so Dick is so central to the Bat family, like being the like pillar cornerstone, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, more so than Bruce even, because like he's like the emotional connection more so that they wish that they could have gotten from Bruce. You know what I mean? In some aspects, like genuinely cares and you know what I mean? Like has more of a camaraderie versus like all business sort of <laughs> cold shouldering. So I just, I, I love him as that. And obviously, again, there was no other. There, he was the only Robin for Dick. But because of that relationship and how good Batman and Robin was during that time, he still ranks really high for me as a Robin when it comes to that. Uh, also, partly because I love that run as Dick as Batman. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a little a really unfair. Damien does also, should be noted, in the future in many different canons, goes on to become Batman after Bruce dies, and his clones eventually become um, Batman, as well as sometimes Bruce's clones in the future, but they're usually trained by Damien, or there's some sort of AI that involves Damien. But um, also, there are several futures where he becomes Ricky. <laughs> like... There are there are several futures. Um, that's usually my headcanon. I, I prefer him becoming Raish because of some dark sense. twist. I mean, he could be... He could be because Raish is everything that that Damien is at this point, right? right. Like he's refined. We haven't seen that he growth yet. He has his own code of ethics, so maybe he trains with Bruce and then becomes Raish because you know the world needs a person to operate kind of like a Jason Todd to operate behind the curtain, sort of thing. Yes. But he does it in a way that is no longer as fucked up as like. Current. That's what I would <laughs> you know prefer, I mean? and I and I like that idea. But I also I would love to see again. I. I, I know it sounds awful, but I, I wish Bruce would die, Dick would become Batman again, and you could see that growth again. Because that was the cool part about those comics, is because Bruce was only, you know, Batman to um, Damien's Robin for a small amount of time. You got to see most of the growth happen with Damien w- under Dick's tutelage. I don't know that you would have seen it under Bruce, is the other, is like my argument to that. I don't think that you would have seen it if it would have been bruce and damien i don't think he grows in the same no way. i don't that's exactly it that that's what i'm saying yeah. I, I think you only see that with dick and that's why i don't i don't know if we're going to get that growth well we might they might do a better job they haven't aged him up yet everybody else has gone through those spurts right like you saw tim get aged up you saw dick become nightwing you saw you know jason todd come back to life and now he's an adult you know you've seen everybody age up we haven't seen damien age up yet so we don't know what they're going to frame that as I mean, at least not in Maine. Maine in continuity, exactly. It also should be noted that I think in in actual DC canon right now, instead of uh, Bruce being the guy in the chair for Terry McGinnis in Batman Beyond, it's now mm-hmm. Damien, which is a really cool relationship. I thought that was a really good job, the way they retconned that, um, with like alternate futures and shit. I thought that was a cool yeah. job. Um, still not I mean, as cool as the actual sense. DCAU, but... Yeah, I mean, it, it makes more sense, like, logistically to think about Yeah, just, like, way. the way that time works in the main continuity. Right, yeah, that makes more sense, like, for me, just based on how time works. But, <laughs> but yes, the animated, like, I mean, Will Friedle, yeah, like, you just don't <laughs> get better than... You don't than get better? God, Will Friedle is so good as Terry McGinnis. Terry McGinnis, not only, you know, being the only, like, animated character my entire time growing up, being having the same name as me, you know, <laughs> was always really yeah, cool. Yeah, no, it's a, good, it's a good one to have, though. Hey, right? It's so, it's so cool. But also just that role was amazing and i think he should probably be kind of noted as an honorable mention right as a robin um also we should mention the we are robin run of comics where you saw lots of people become robin under the tutelage of alfred which i thought was a great reveal i think in like issue two you find out that alfred is running that whole gang after bruce is you know perceived as dead 
Yeah, I liked I liked that run a lot. Um, I I sort of liked it as in the same concept that I liked a little bit J- Joseph Gordon Levitt being kind of Robin, Robin, but not really. Right, exactly. Yeah, I thought that I think that was a really cool way to also like, you know obviously introduction I, of Duke Thomas, right? That I mean, like anybody could. Carrie, I'm sorry, you broke up for a second. What was that? Oh, sorry. Uh, go. Ahead. You were saying anyone could wear the mask, right? Right, basically. I mean, that's, like, the whole concept behind it, right? And so then you see the We Are Robin, and they have the gang of it, and it's, like, just taking that to the comics world, essentially, like, at that point. Yeah, they, they obviously touched on some really dumb tones of, like, we're just vigilantes, so we're gonna fuck them up. So it was, like, kids learning with great power comes great responsibility. That was, like, the right. whole thing. But also, I really like that where Alfred was like, listen, Bruce was not the best at this. He's the He is the best detective, but he just happened, he happens to be Batman. That doesn't necessarily have to be in what I think it should be. And Alfred right. pushed them to do more crazy stuff because... Like <laughs> Alfred was just like, I don't care about these kids. Alfred basically. said, I missed my five percent yearly bonus. So, <laughs> but also, you know, shout out to Duke Thomas, who was only a Robin in the We Are Robin run. He then becomes uh, Lark, and then the Signal, um, which is not right. Robin. That's specifically not Robin. They're more partners. Like he he handles shit during the day. Batman handles it at night. They kind of have yeah, an agreement so- there. I actually just read the Webtoons um, DC comics, like the Bat Family. Yes, tell me how that was, because I was... Okay, so I follow all those apps, Webtoons, Tapas. I I submit all of my comics on all of those things. And I got a notification through Webtoons, which you do. If you have that app downloaded on your phone, you get notifications for shit you'll never read. You know, random fan fiction about nodding and the guys from Supernatural. And I'm like, I'm not reading this, but thanks, Webtoons, for letting me know. And then so oddly specific. Why did you have... To say it, but I'm, I'm, I, think that, I think that you said that. Uh, picture it. Um, no, no. <laughs> and then all of a sudden today, it was like, "Hey, check out DC Comics," and I was like, "Okay, is this my DC fandom app? Is this my you know DC uh, universe app?" No, it was Webtoons. I'm like, "What the fuck is this? DC's just putting yeah. out Webtoons now." I think it's interesting that they're trying to get more people involved via the web because Webtoons is like a huge huge market like all civil rights world. movement go to where the kids are okay like you right. <laughs> I mean, exactly. so they're like hey and they have other stuff i guess planned but they wanted to start with this and it so the first couple uh, the first issue centers on i guess is issue the right word i would assume the first story. i think so i call um, mine issues is, when i submit them on there <laughs> yeah so is duke thomas moving into wayne manor oh. right and um damien gives him a tour of the house <laughs> And it's very funny. Very, it's very cute. It's very funny. And then, uh, like the next issue, they all get back from like the whole Bat family, right? Like Cassandra's there. They're all there. They get back from a night out, and um, even Jason Todd has showed up, and they like make a joke about it. And they're like, "Oh, even you're here." And, and Duke's like, "What's going on?" And they're like, "Well, if we all come back and no one is injured, Alfred makes us cookies." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so cool. I got to check this out. Was it free or does it cost a buck? So, like, I was happy to see that, too. (laughs) Uh, That is so cool that they included her. Uh, Was it free or? It was free. First three, first three things. That's how they get you. First hit is free. Um, (laughs) But I'm definitely going to check that out. Uh, Also, 
excuse me, notable mention recent ones is the Bat Family picture issue. I thought was really great. I think that was yep. from Tom Taylor's run. That made me cry. Yep. So, um, listen to this though. So in the in the webtoon, um, when Damien is showing them, he's showing him a picture of like a family thing mm-hmm. and he's like he's he's like yeah we he dad has been meet or bruce has been meaning to add um i think it i think he's been meaning to add stephanie and um and uh batwoman cat right mm-hmm. and cat here for a little while i'm sure he'll put you on there too and i was like lol <laughs> there's a nice like, callback almost to that yeah know? it's like yo we're gonna take another one here soon Oh, that's so cool. I, I See, that's one of the things I think are missing a lot from these stories. Like, you could hear where our sensibilities lie is not just, like, people always mention representation. It's not so much that as much as, like, Bruce's appreciation for people and yeah. the care that goes in. Because one of the reasons why Duke Thomas is liked so much by the fandom, even though he's a newer character, is that Bruce respects him. And you can right. see the love there. It's like Bruce in the comics mirrored a lot of the the people who were angry when it came to Stephanie Brown, right? Like he didn't mm-hmm. respect her, so then the readers didn't respect her, which sucks because right. she's a really cool character. But then you get Duke, and Batman's like, no, 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 I respect you so much. You're not Robin. Robin doesn't work. You're gonna right. be something else. And you know, then you now have this badass character, obviously one of the coolest costumes. But yes, so cool. I don't like the name change. I don't like the signal. Lark was way cooler, but yeah, I I agree with that. Um, that I think that Lark is well, Lark, Lark's a fucking like... bird. What bird is the signal? Fuck that shit. Also, if he ever did get his own signal, like you say, okay, that's the Robin signal. That's the Nightwing signal. You got the signal signal. What the shit is that? <laughs> It would never I work. I thought about that, but yes. Like. All right. So other notable, uh, notable mention, we mentioned Carrie Kelly, right? She was cool, if not wildly unprepared, and it was extremely yeah. dangerous and irresponsible for Bruce to let her be Robin in The Dark Knight Returns. Uh, extremely bad idea, but she made it yeah. work. Yeah, she well, survived. I mean, that whole universe, though, is... It feels bad. Yeah, the universe is fucked. You're, like, you are correct there. Right, yeah. It feels bad to, like, judge him by the same sort of standards just because so much is happening. <laughs> <laughs> In that word, so dark and so bad. It's like anything. Please. The first Dark Knight Returns does end with him having an army. So, <laughs> it's just like people with, like, those bat symbol fucking, um, not tattooed, what's the word? when you, Branded on their forehead. Branded. So... You're right. Like <laughs> she's the least of the problems there. That's what I'm saying. Like it's like conceptually, yes. It's, if you look at it from a, from a ten thousand feet, yes. If you look at it for what it is in the context, you're like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> That's not that wild at all. Other really good mentions is Terry McGinnis's little brother who becomes um, Robin. I thought that was really cool. Yep. Uh, even though they both end up being kind of like Damien, like they were both clones of Bruce. Which sucks for their dad, but makes sense for a Batman and Robin combo. Um, also, the yeah. blue instead of the red, but like just the subtle difference of his Robin costume as also, Batman Beyond was cool. I mean, just the clones is just Bruce's inability to give up control. Like, he can't trust anyone else to do You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> okay, but in his defense, in the DCAU, he didn't clone himself. Actually, in the main continuity, he didn't clone himself either. Talia cloned him in the main continuity, and then uh, Amanda Waller cloned him in Batman Beyond. He just knew about it and didn't tell. Yeah, he sort of just condoned it. Yeah, right? Like, he didn't stop this shit, is my point, right? Like, Amanda Waller did it, but he he also could have told anybody. 
Yeah, like they couldn't literally told anyone. I feel bad for Terry's dad. Like, not yeah. not as like like obviously you raise your kid, that's your kid, right? I'm a strong strong believer in that, obviously, because that's just fact. But also, I just feel bad because like he thought that those were his genes, and Terry McGinnis, he's fucking good looking. All right, he's strong. <laughs> And so, like, that's, like, the best vindication. You know what I mean? Like, when when people say that my kid is good-looking, I know that it comes from his mom. You know what I mean? Like, I I get it. I've accepted it. But if he came out looking like Bruce Wayne, I'd be like, man, I must be more handsome than I thought. (laughs) Because my wife doesn't look like Bruce Wayne. Exactly. You're like, well, or. Or, or, do we have to have a a serious conversation? Uh, You were a ballet dancer. If you have the opportunity to sleep with Bruce yes, Wayne. Yes, I would be upset if my wife slept with Bruce Wayne. Especially because I don't okay, know he's well. Batman. In that continuity, nobody knows he's Batman. Well. Although, okay, are we in the continuity, right? like it's debatable. Yeah, is it just like everyone knows he's Batman? Just like everyone knows Clark Kent is Superman. We just don't talk about it. Right. We don't say it so Darkseid gets confused when he lands. Like, we just all agreed <laughs> as a fucking, as a populace. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it hush hush like. just shut the fuck up also i like reading the daily planet like if we if we all say that superman is a, i'm not gonna get those stupid articles he writes about i don't know whatever sports team they send them out after Cat like, tree, whatever it is you gotta imagine clark kent's a terrible writer right like <laughs> oh yeah he's just real bad too many commas uh he tries to write like cormac mccarthy but with none of the nuance like, it's just a lot of periods, a lot of boring sentences, a lot of declarative statements, and people are like, what the fuck are you trying to say, Clark? Right, like, what is happening? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I'm critiquing this Lois fictional... Lois has to just edit it before it goes to print. So we all know... D- she carries the planet on her back. We all know that. Obviously. Like, Obviously. she's got, like, six Pulitzers or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many Pulitzers has Clark got, you know? Yeah. Uh... You say the world a couple hundred times nothing i'm just saying like there's no way he's on the same writing staff as she is no you know that's just not how it works he carries her bags like (laughs) (laughs) even jimmy olsen i'm pretty sure has a couple awards because like he took the photos for those articles right yeah like he wouldn't be working at the planet he would be working he's just at the associated press he just sends her articles down the feed that's where clark kent would actually be Yes, he just dumbs it down. Exactly. He's a night editor for uh, Red State. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyways, that's us on Robins. That's all the stuff we talked about. Uh, We we got some notable mentions. Tell us who we forgot, who we uh, purposely excluded, what your rankings are. Obviously, we put Dick up there, Tim up there, and... uh, um, I think Damien belongs up there only in the context of Dick's Batman. Uh, I just, I just know for me, it's, it's, him <laughs> it's a no it's for me, it, dog. And then, yeah. And then, I mean, I like Stephanie's character more than when she's not there. So it's when she's not Robin. So, you know, we should do a sequel to this episode really with like the full family. I'm sorry. What? Uh, yeah. Sorry. We, we cut out there. What were you saying? I was just like, I just think that it's it's him and then Dick and then the rest of them are okay. 
I completely, I, I completely agree, but also I think Damien was awesome with Dick. Um, but we should do an episode, a sequel to this with just the entire Bat family. Because there's so many extended yeah. people that I want to talk about. Obviously, I wish I could talk more about Duke Thomas. Um, I really like the original appearances of Batwoman um, with Kate yeah. Kane. And, like, she used to be just fucking Buffy, but, like, cooler. Yeah. Like, Buffy I mean, with Batarangs. Did you know that... Um... Stephanie Brown becomes Batwoman in a couple different futures. Yes, and that's so like, cool. I know. Anyway, uh, Alfred, you know, we've talked a little bit about him. I but... could talk all day about Alfred. Alfred is the grandfather I wish I had. His many variations. <laughs> and I eat cucumber sandwiches because they look so good in every comic. So I will say that for this episode, we may have to do a, a part two, but maybe we should do it about... Teen Titans or something because we didn't really talk a lot about the film or really even touch on much of the animated universes. Yeah, that's you know, fair. Like we yeah, we could talk a little we could do just a second one on Robins and talk about their their many film appearances. Speaking of film appearances, get ready for our next segment and our final segment of the day, the Kevin Bacon game. Now, no, but picture that who wants to be a millionaire million dollar question music starts playing. Yes. <laughs> yes all right so we prepared this i picked uh chris o'donnell for you that is who yes. your target is chris o'donnell he's an american yes. actor known for csi no sorry ncis los angeles but also little yes. known fact was in batman forever and batman and robin as robin <laughs> as robin it would have been weird if i was like as alfred right like <laughs> he played the joker everyone forgot um chris o'donnell uh very handsome man very big in the 90s uh now big on my mom's t television screen when jethro gibbs yes, isn't talking he is. yes he is a uh yes he's an nciser I guess. NCISer? Is, uh, is that what we call them? I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't really know what else to reference them as. Is NCIS um, LA still a thing? It says since 2009, so I guess that means it's still going. I think so. And they had New Orleans for a hot second. They just spin <laughs> it off. I did watch it's New like Orleans. It's CSI now. <laughs> what was the... Was it an NCIS or was it a CSI or maybe a Criminal Minds that had... Um, uh dawson from dawson's creek i don't know it doesn't matter that I is not like important i've seen him guest here on all of those shows so <laughs> james vanderbeek was in ncis or something but it was the cyber version so yeah of course i'm looking it up this is important okay. criminal minds it was criminal minds okay. cyber unit okay no, it wasn't. No, he just also appeared as a guy with dissociative identity disorder. I'm sure they handled that really well. Um... <laughs> okay. CSI Cyber. James Vanderbeek was the star of CSI Cyber as an FBI agent. I don't think that's a real thing. It's a real thing. CSI Cyber. TV series for 2015 to 2016. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. That's what we should do okay. for our Patreon episodes. We just watch an episode of CSI Cyber. Yeah. <laughs> think, yeah. I don't think that people will want. I don't. Just I'm just gonna give the people what they want, Chelsea. No. They're clamoring I'm gonna for veto it. That. I bet I'm you gonna I could get James Vanderbeek on here. He's a really cool dude in real life. 
So, do you want to hear my fucking thing or not? Yeah, okay, sorry. Chris O'Donnell, connect yeah. him to Kevin Bacon. Go. Okay. So, I I did the honorable thing and I went through the Batman movie, right? Obviously. <laughs> so, George Clooney, okay. a lot of movies. The Cloonster plays, you know, the Nips <laughs> Batman uh, in case anyone <laughs> Did you like the Cloonster? <laughs> um, so I tried a bunch of different like ways in my head to get it to be from oceans the oceans movies because Ooh, i love the oceans movies, the oceans movies uh, are so Brad good Pitt i have a I... date with our friend dave on saturday to watch oceans 11 because he's never seen it oh my god how why am i friends with this man why is this man know. my brother i don't know but <laughs> so i couldn't figure out a, a brad pitt link though i'm glad that we did this earlier because otherwise it would have just been me trying to think of brad pitt movies that kevin bacon has also been in or <laughs> you know what i mean right so i'm glad that we didn't because then i had time to to uh to parse it down so then i remembered the george clooney movie the ides of march and who is in the ides of march but marissa tomei oh. and what movie do i love that has marissa tomei in it and also kevin bacon in it crazy stupid love oh shit so what's your score so three to chris to george clooney to marissa tomei to kevin bacon no so two so three two two degrees of separation there you go that was solid. Mine is going to be a lot more because fucking Burt Ward is old. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but also, good yeah. on you. That was very good. That was impressive. Thank you. Well, it's only, like I said, like I know how to play the game. I just was when we, when I was put on the spot last time. I really <laughs> <laughs> but I also, like, time. exactly. You had some time to prepare, you know, you, you, you're all warmed up. You're ready to go. I get it. I get it. I just now hearing the sax man play in my head uh, from the Lonely <laughs> Islands. <laughs> <laughs> all so right burt ward. ward okay so i i had two choices right i can go through adam west and like something through family guy you know adam west does appear yeah. in live action but in really weird things um but instead so i'm thinking i would be the go ahead. choice yeah right it'd be Are family you... guy but burt ward did appear in the um crisis on infinite earths crossover on the cw a few years ago okay okay as Dick Grayson, like it was like they flashed to that continuity from Batman sixty six, and he's just like walking Ace the Wonder Dog um, in a fucking sweater vest like he used to wear back in the day. Right. But I'm trying to remember which show he appeared on because the whole crossover event like flashed over to different shows. You know what I'm talking about? Right. I want to say he was in part two or part one. It was one of the earlier ones. I did not watch them live. I watched them when they popped up on CW Seed. If you don't know, that was CW's app. They called it CW Seed because they were trying to be real gross. <laughs> Why? Why did they do that? You know what? I'm going to say it was it was either Arrow or Supergirl. I think it started on Supergirl. Because they were getting all the people from the other dimensions into the main Arrowverse continuity. No one else gives a shit about this. I'm just trying to work through it in my head and not let the mic go dead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm listening to you. So. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, no, I'm more apologizing to the people who are putting up with my with my shit. That's true. So, right? That's fair, right? Uh, so, we are going to go with Burt Ward was in Supergirl. Uh, for Crisis on Infinite Earths Part Two or One, I think it was Part One, but we'll go with, we'll go with Part One, okay? Um, okay. With um, who was on Supergirl? 
<laughs> was anybody important? Anybody who acted in other things? Uh, I uh, feel like from Two and a Half Men. From Two and a Half Men. Didn't he? Wasn't he Lex Luthor in that world? Yeah, but I don't think he was in that episode. Or maybe he was, he was a big part of Crisis on Infinite Earths. You're right. Uh, what is it? He played Ducky, pretty in pink. But what's his name in real life? I fucking can't. Two and a half men guy. <laughs> <laughs> Not Charlie Sheen. That's his name, right? All I can think of is like from is Michael Rosenbaum. <laughs> so, like, that's not. Uh, uh, it's Cryer, something Cryer, Don Cryer, Don Cryer, John, John Cryer, John Cryer, John Cryer, Ducky. He doesn't get the girl. <laughs> it's real sad. <laughs> First incel, <laughs> John Cryer. Anyway, sorry, sorry. So John Cryer, that's a good one. Um. Stephen Amell, Stephen Amell was probably on there. Ruby Rose is in a lot of shit. She was in that movie with Vin Diesel, Triple X, more, Fourth X, Quadruple X. Uh, (laughs) I'm just stalling because I'm trying to connect people in my head. All right, so Burt Ward to Stephen Amell. Uh, So Burt Ward was in Crisis on Infinite Earths with Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. Out of the Shadows, or whatever the fuck it was called, with Megan Fox. Only you saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, listen. The second one, pretty fun, okay? They got Bebop and Rocksteady. Stephen Amell plays, um, oh, shoot. Uh, the with the ho- hockey stick. Hockey mask, exactly. I can't think of his fucking name right now, but it was cool. It was a weird version of the character, but he was good in it. Um, much better than the first new. one. He's in the new stars uh, show. I for heels. Okay, I I don't. I'm not a big wrestling guy, but I watched it and I'm like, this is the type of CW drama that I need in my life. But with wrestling, that's a new flavor. You know, I've now seen enough superheroes. I've seen enough teens going to high school who are 40. I I could use some backyard wrestling, so I'm gonna check that out. There you go. So anyway, so so Stephen Amell. So that's one. Stephen Amell was in TMNT with Megan Fox. Megan Fox is my second one here. Okay, Megan Fox was in This Is Forty with um, Ant Man. Paul Rudd. Pa- Paul Rudd. Thank you. And Paul Rudd was in Anchorman with Steve Carell, who was in Crazy yes. Stupid Love with Kevin Bacon. We always have to come back to Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy Stupid Stupid Love with Kevin Bacon is a masterpiece. Yes. David Lynn Hagen. That's four. Okay. That's four. Four degrees of separation. There's a shorter version there, I'm sure, going through Adam West or maybe just not Megan Fox. But I looked it up while you were speaking. Uh, It's like one. Burt Ward was in a movie with Kevin Bacon. No, Burt Ward was in Batman Return of the Caped Crusaders with Steven Weber, who was in my one and only with Kevin Bacon. Okay, who the fuck is Steven Weber, man? Like, I feel you like if I knew, know, that's just, if I use Steven Weber, people would definitely think I cheated. Come up with anything, so <laughs> I was like, this is the most direct route. It doesn't want to do another one. How many did I have? Three or two? You had two. You whooped my ass. <laughs> All right, let's see. Chris O'Donnell. Find link. Is there he definitely could have been in a movie with Kevin Bacon at that time Please frame. Please listen to this. Chris O'Donnell was in Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the second one? With Paul Rodriguez. Yes, it's the second one. Who was in Quicksilver with Kevin Bacon. Paul Rodriguez pops up a lot in the Kevin Bacon game, and I cannot tell you who Paul Rodriguez is. I don't is. know who that is. Yeah. I think he's probably, uh, probably a voice actor. 
Well, it's coming up as an American skateboarder, so unless we're playing Tony uh, Hawk uh, Pro Skater 2, I don't know who Paul Rodriguez is. So, Chris O'Donnell was also in Fried Green Tomatoes with Mary Louise Parker. Okay, at, at least I know. Police Department with <laughs> I got one of those. I've never seen that, but I do know who that is. <laughs> Kevin Bacon has an extensive one. I, I was playing it earlier in the week, and I did uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and they said that I was wrong because it doesn't come up on IMDb. However, Kevin Bacon is uncredited in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. He's the guy chasing after the cab because they steal his cab. So, so suck it, John. Please explain to me why I didn't think about him being in Batman and Robin with Alicia Silverstone and going <laughs> to Alicia Silverstone in Beauty Shop, which Kevin Bacon is in. <laughs> that would have been the best. She's also in Clueless with Paul Rudd. I know. Okay. Anyway, I should have been Alicia Silverstone and not George Clooney. This is my own fault. <laughs> and also, it's not Alicia Silverstone. Do you follow her on TikTok? It's Alicia. Oh, I'm sorry. Alicia. Also, I think she baby birds her kids, but... That's a well, story for a different time. Interesting. Approaches. I remember seeing that pop up on some TMZ article like a decade ago. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually even true. I'm sorry, Alicia. If I it's mean, not it's from true. TMZ, so it's basically the gospel, right? I mean, have they ever been wrong? <laughs> I mean, their defamation lawsuits would say. <laughs> And on that note, thank you so much for listening to Right in the Fields, the only podcast that can waste your time for an hour and a half. Uh, uh, other things can waste your time, but not like us. There's just there's nothing that will measure up against it. Um, this is a great A choice for time wasting. Honestly, Kobe beef of podcasts if I've ever heard it. That's what they say, actually. Uh, Kobe. Kobe beef. That's right. Um, Kobe lobster, almost. Uh, <laughs> If you, if you like this, drop a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. It really goes a long way. Obviously, subscribe if you're not already. What are you doing? You're missing out on all this fire content. But if you really want to support us, head on over to campykillcreations.com. Check out all of our other content. Or if you are just our number one fan, head on over to patreon.com slash campykilledcreations. Back us at a buck or two. Every level goes up. You get more content, bonus content, behind the scenes. You get shout-outs on all the podcasts across the network like right in the fields like our sister podcast the slovenly trolls uh they're obviously way better at this whole podcast thing uh you know phd candidates doing research feminist DD stuff uh a really good podcast versus our really bad podcast so we're sorry hey, that they're on the same network it takes all kinds highbrow crowd lowbrow crowd no brow crowd no brow crowd is probably where we are it's like when they give the hierarchy for spongebob like where you are in the food chain are we the clue master of the <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's that one really good college humor bit where it's the CEO and it's the CEO um, of uh, Skype. And he's talking about how Zoom just took over and he's on the floor crying and he's like, Hydrox came before Oreos. Are we the Hydrox? It- are we Hydrox? It, it really, like, they had a whatever, however many year lead, and they just blew it. <laughs> and that is, uh, that is us right here. We we created the network. We signed one, one podcast to the network, and they're like, yeah, we have sponsors and people that like us. So here's the thing. If you back us on Patreon, we'll just give the money right to them. So, like, head on over to Patreon. We'll buy our chicken sandwiches and give the rest of them so they can do their research and, you know, know how to read. You know, that whole thing. 
yeah. Oh, look at us. We know what words are. We know how to cite Ooh, sources. Sources. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, how, where the commas go. We get it, okay? I, I, saw, I saw it. I cited. I saw it. <laughs> Wikipedia today. I saw it. <laughs> you can't cite Wikipedia. <laughs> Uh, do the call. End the thing. I don't need to be changed anymore. <laughs> uh, Alright, so we are done recording, Chels.